now we will begin the dance. This is the Brahms dance. Hello everyone and welcome once again to Post Game of Thrones, the official Game of Thrones podcast of the books of the show of the George R. R. Martin. I'm your host, Eddie Colazzo, also known as the Red Cyclone, and with me as always is Brooks Oglesby. Hey, it's me, Paper Jam Brooks. Gravity Falls ended and I'm real sad about it. How's it going? Is that, is that a Gravity Falls thing? Yeah. I've um, never seen an episode of it. There's an episode where the main the main guy, Dipper, gets this, like... You know, it's like a cartoon trope where there's a magic copy machine that can make real things. Oh, of course. And he makes a version of him that it happens during a paper jam, and he just comes out awful. <laughs> and The classic cartoon uh, paper jam next to only shrinking down in size to go into someone's body. Mm-hmm. And then Zoidberg rides, rides the sperm. It's, it's a good trope. <laughs> good episode of Gravity Falls. <laughs> But uh, we're we're back to to Game of Thrones, and that was the only thing I watched all week. <laughs> uh, I I'm feeling I'm feeling good after our like mid season refresh. Yeah, it was just what I needed. Mm-hmm. Now you're you're bright eyed, bushy tailed, mm-hmm. ready to talk about and the good cause, season because like I kind of like this episode. Yeah, which <laughs> which I was not expecting. No, I, I, it's the good season. Come on, we all know it. Yeah, it's the good. It's because you've been listening to like me talk about my special boy Stannis for like forty episodes, mm-hmm. anxiously awaiting. And I finally get my guy in. Mm-hmm. It was a, it was a thing I noticed with this one. I'm like, wow, lots of people that I like are here now. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're talking about season four, episode one, Two Swords, and I liked it. <laughs> See you next yeah. week. <laughs> Any other shows you want to talk about this week? Broad <laughs> City's back. Better yeah. Call Saul's back. Well, like, I've seen, like, three episodes of each. Okay, cool. The thing is, when I watch a show, it's very rare that I'm like, ah, a new episode of this show. Let me tune in for it while it's on. It's like, I have to wait three years after it's done and then watch all of it in two days. Yeah. Like, that's the I'm, only way I watch TV. I think I'm going to start The Wire soon. Good luck. That's, yeah. I heard somebody talking about it, and I was like, still? Now it's okay to still talk about about it? I'm not too late? So... I've only uh, seen the first season of it. Not, like, for any reason. Like, I wasn't like, wow, this yeah. sucks, I'm gonna stop watching. I just only have only seen the first one. Right. That's I'm, how I was with House of Cards for, like, a year. I'm too busy thinking about all these Game of Thrones. Yeah. That I can't... Like, nothing else is allowed in. And I, I don't know why, but I remembered so many lines from this episode. Yeah. Like, individual ones. <laughs> it's weird. I remembered a couple of, like, book lines that I wanted them to say that they mm-hmm. did not. Mm-hmm. Uh, Just think, but, you know. The the version I watched had a very in-depth last time on Game of Thrones. So did mine. And it had, like, Ned Stark cutting off a dude's head. Because uh-huh. you have to remember what ice is. Yeah. And then that quick cut to ice taking his own head off. Yeah. And, uh, Sir Dantos. Remember that guy? Yeah. It was weird because last season I'm like, isn't isn't this a plot like a plot line? Like when does this happen? Because uh-huh. it happens throughout the third book, right? Yeah, that's the thing. It's uh-huh. like Sansa is like conspiring with this dude, but in in the show she's like, ah, I'm being surprised. 
Like, she goes to the Godswood to pretend to pray so that she can meet with Dantos and, like, talk about her escape. Uh-huh. But in this episode, she's literally like, I don't have any reason to go to the Godswood. I'm an atheist now. Yeah. There is no God. Goodbye, Tyrone. Yeah. We'll get that to was that. Li- yeah, we'll get to that. Um, I'm... S- so let, let's just get get started yeah. with the show. Um, just rip the Band-Aid right off. Let's yeah. go. I'm so upset about Ice. Yeah, it hurts. It hurts more the second time, I think, because I, I, I'm stupid and I didn't, I don't think it really like hit me the first time. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, he's making a sword for his boys. It's just me. Cause like, if your fiction has like, this is the sword of legend. I'm like, yes. Yeah, it sure is. Give it to me. I'm into it. <laughs> and this is like the most legend of all the great swords. Yeah. I think well, next because... to like the sword of the morning. Yeah. Which, which is a person that you swing around. Yeah. Um, I think the thing is, like, in the book, they talk about how Ice is a super huge two-handed greatsword that, mm-hmm. like, it's, like, Nightmare from Soul Calibur. Like, yeah. It's, it's an unwieldy sword. And, and it just looks, like, pretty big. It's, like, big. Uh-huh. Like, it would be two-handed for me. Also, in the books, they say, in the books, that Longclaw is a bastard sword, which, get it, but that means you can <laughs> use it with two hands or one. And it always seems, like, really small, like a regular-sized sword in the show. Mm-hmm. I don't know. George just sitting in his typewriter, get it? Yeah. Every, t- every three sentences. Uh, and well, ugh, this may be so mad, just everything about this, because uh, later on, Tywin's like, there are only three smiths in the in the world who know how to deal with the Valyrian yeah. steel. He just put it in fire. Yeah, it seemed really easy. <laughs> like, And also, it just looks like a regular-ass sword. Yeah, it looks, yeah, that's, that's the thing. Like, Jamie talks about, like, he's, this sword looks really good and fresh out the forge, and I guess I just don't know anything about swords. Yeah, they're basically supposed to look like magic. Yeah. Like, like if you I see went, it and you know that sword is not regular style. Mm-hmm. Like, if I went to the used sword salesman, I would get fleece. I would have to bring my dad with me. Yeah. And have him talk to the man because I would just get a lemon sword. This sword has over 150,000 miles on it, son. You don't <laughs> want that one. You can only wield this sword in manual. But so. I want the one I want the one with the flame decals. Listen, that doesn't make it go faster. What you really gotta check out is the engine. <laughs> gotta see what's under the hilt. Yeah. <laughs> uh so yeah, that was like before the song. Yeah, they had the a pre credit scene. But when he was melting down ice, they did have the electric slide playing the whole time from the Red Wedding. Yeah, which is weird. Like, I guess to set the tone of the season? Yeah. But... And, like, since this is my second time through, I realized that he was making two distinct swords, but when he pours it into the... It's, into it's, the form, it's, it's like a specific mold to make two different size swords. Uh-huh. Like, why do you have that? <laughs> and also, the two hilt parts are like a pool that combines. Yeah. So I thought he was making a double neck sword. Uh-huh. That... I thought that was where we were going with this if season. If that's what Ice became, I would be totally into it. Yeah. Like, just a nonsense double sword for no he reason. Really, he could put, like, a, an edge on either side, and, like... That would be the... Like, behead me any time if you have a double neck sword. Because kill that's me, the coolest Kill me with it twice. Please, God. Yeah. <laughs> then he uh, burned the wolf skin, which made me more sad. Yeah. Like, why did they... I was more confused that he still had that hanging around yeah like he's been dead forever yeah anyway jamie's a king's guard guy again yeah and like um 
Yeah, right? Joffrey's got, being a little shit. Yeah, he's got to go back to Casterly Rock, and then um, Tywin's like, I don't expect to see the rock again before I die, which is sad. That's how I felt. Oh, when I no, this is, it's like he's talking to Cersei first, right? The part with Joffrey's later. Or am I confused? Yeah, it opens up, it opens up with Tywin giving Jamie. the Oh, sword. okay, okay. And being like, also, you're not my son. Yeah. Bye. No Casterly Rock. Goodbye forever. He and then wants, Jamie's like, I don't, I, I, my honor is already bad. I don't want to break another oath, but it's actually because he wants to stay here to bone down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. Like, he's already downtown in bone town. Mm-hmm. You know, no, yeah. there's no going back from that. It's my favorite Bruce Springsteen album. <laughs> uh, the, and coming up next on K-Rock, downtown <laughs> in bone town from the boss. And it just starts with a weird saxophone. Like, oh, way to set the mood, Bruce. That doesn't make me feel like boning down at all. <laughs> uh, and then we go to Big Dick Pod Fuck Big Dick King. Pod. They're yeah. at the medieval airport. Yeah. <laughs> They're holding up the big, oh, their big Oberyn sign. All I remember is, I feel like in the books, it was like ten pages of him reading sigils. Oh, yeah, it totally was. Which was just for, like, idiots like us to be like, ah, oh, yes, House Ronwood. Yeah, they played the fucking, the classic P-Got bit where we just described weird sigils. Yeah, the the baby like, being pulled yeah, away by a crow. Like the baby. We did that one, yeah. Did we? Yeah, I'm sure we did. Because it just looks so stupid. Yeah. Well, it was made in, like, clip art. Mm-hmm. As I assume the real one is as well. Yeah. House Blackwood. <laughs> There's also, like, yellow balls. Mm-hmm. Some lemons. I don't know. And then these two guys with weird... You can tell they're not from here because they have different accents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I like to think that whenever someone auditions for this show, they're just like, do an accent. <laughs> like, like <laughs> That'll do. Like, which kind? Just just any kind. Uh-huh. Like, I am from Dorn. You sound like you're not from Kansas. Yeah. I'm not from here. <laughs> I have my own customs. <laughs> Look at my crazy Dornishman. But the, the Dorn, neither of the Dornishmen they want are there. Because mm-hmm. Prince Doran is, has he's, big feet. He's like, Doran's too sick, but we got another version of a guy who's too sick. And then, yeah. and then, and then there's like a sick, like, sick guitar riff coming from beyond the sigils. Yeah. And it's Oberyn, and he's our special fuckboy, and he's looking at titties. He's a premium fuckboy. Yeah, we, like, the literally are, like, we literally learn that Oberyn likes to fight and fuck, hmm. and he's too he's too tired to fight. So we know where he is. Yeah, he and it's like the fuck. And it, before. It, I I ha- I just notice this every single time that for some reason like three of the the ladies with the boobies out were just extras mm-hmm. because he's talking to one of them and she's just trying so hard not to say any words. Mm-hmm. I did also big gulps, huh? <laughs> the one who did talk yeah. and the one who like, did the acrobatic stuff mm-hmm. she was one of the ones who experienced Big Dick Pod last last season oh. she was like the Miranese not lady returning so, yeah yeah returning they just kept character. like the, the contortionist lady around <laughs> I didn't see her in the credits like contortionist lady as I'm sure she would be like before Stannis in the opening credits yeah. I, did, I didn't even check she has season. her own sigil it's weird yeah like it's the Cirque du Soleil symbol next to her <laughs> like alright um, so he, he wants to do sex. Yeah. And he's like, also, you guy. He, oh, me? Yes. 
And then he, it's weird, he starts singing My Way by Frank Sinatra. Yeah, that was, that was a strange pull. Just like, and it's like four and a half minutes. And he was like, this is from, the, this is the famous New Yorker, Frank Sinatra. <laughs> you know, the king of swing, as they call him. From and, no, her- and no one wants to be like, I don't think, uh. uh we but, have like two sons or something, it's weird, don't talk about the other place. Uh, but he, he's interrupted because the fucking Lannisters won't stop singing the Reigns of Castamere. <laughs> yep. Like, no matter where you are, there's some idiot singing the song, regardless. Like, you're with sex women. It's it's a hell world where you can't enter a room without What's New Pussycat being played on loop. <laughs> you get... They you throw get, in one, the bear and the maiden Yeah, just, just to keep them off guard. And then 17 more, <laughs> the reigns of Castamere's. And it's a bad song. It's like it's not literally. If they were in the other room singing the ba- the bear and the maiden fair, like that would make more sense because it's like a fun song about about goofiness. Yeah, but, but like this but is like said, the bear and the maiden fair fades out. Yeah. God damn it! You know what'll really get us in the mood? <laughs> yeah, is if I sing this song about how my ancestors slaughtered an entire. And these guys aren't even group. named Lannisters. Yeah, they have like they're like brunettes, which yeah, I don't know. Anyway, no, no thanks. Anyway, one of them is racist, and he gets his hand stabbed the fuck out of. Yeah, because over he he what he was doing fuck, and now he did fight. Yeah, and then he, he tucked his boner into his robe and ran because he heard some music. Yeah, and that's that's his entire character. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, and and when like he walks into the the Lannister room. In less than ten minutes, it was the second reference to Dornishmen liking to fuck goats. Yeah. It was like, why don't you get some lotion and a shaved goat, or something like that. Because everyone only has one, like, reference point programmed into them. Like, your song is either the Baron Maiden Fair or the Rings mm-hmm. of Castamere. Like, your one Dornishman joke is goats. Yeah. Like, so. and the, like the thing, like, people, like, we've talked about how the Dornish are, like, a very separate culture, they have a very distinct cultural identity, and, like, because the rest of Westeros is kind of, I mean, there's, like, the North is kind of different, but, like, they're very connected, and they have a very, like, congealed culture for the yeah, most part. Dorn is, like, so far off from everything. Yeah. But, like, the point is that they're, they're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> like, that, like, they're racist, basically. Yeah. Like, and, like, Oberyn... He, like, studied at the Citadel, and, like, he he does canonically like to fight and fuck. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. He's fucking hot rod over in, in the books, too. Yeah. But there there is more to him. Yeah, he's but also they were, wise. They were like, <laughs> like, we have somebody with a crazy passport, so yeah. let's have him... I'm yeah. Not, yeah, he's not from here, and he has an accent and a mustache. Yeah, so. and he, he calls one of them a pink little man who is too slow on the draw, and... As as somebody who was also a pink little man who was slow on the draw, I would never go outside again if Oberyn said that to me. I would be like, "Well, this is the end of my social interactions." Because like, I'm, even without the hand stab, you'd just be like, oh, "Okay, yeah. goodbye." I would do it to myself. <laughs> goodbye. I'm gonna I'm gonna stab myself in all the veins in my hand, which I guess is the most deadly part. Apparently, yeah. I don't according know much about stabbing either, he, he he just made that up. He's like, yeah. "There's many veins in the hand. Trust me, I, I've been to the Citadel." <laughs> I've learned from the Maesters. Sure, buddy. Yeah. And I mean, maybe if, like, he used his magical Dorn powers to poison it immediately. Uh-huh. Sprinkle some cyanide on the tip he, of it He or just something. spit on the dagger. Yeah. With his viper venom. Yeah. Sprayed green mist in his eyes. <laughs> you know those Dornishmen and their poison mist. Mm-hmm. And, 
So what yeah. happens? Tyrion shows up. Uh, well, yeah. Well, the like we yeah because until then it's just like Alaria and Oberyn getting horny about people getting disfigured again. Yeah. So like if you miss Rob and Talisa getting horny over people losing body parts, have no fear. <laughs> there and there was an awful lot of like quick visual comedy in this episode. It was weird because at one point Oberyn's like, ah, shall we bring more girls in? And you see Bronn and Tyrion and Bronn shakes his yeah. head yes and Tyrion says no. Mm-hmm. Like, what is this? The goof troop all of a sudden. Yeah, fucking National Lampoon presents Westeros. Yeah. Anyway, they, and- he's like, I like how Tyrion's like, uh, can we speak in private? And he goes outside in the public. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like in a back alley. Uh-huh. And like... Also, literally every guy, has Tyrion ever started a conversation on the show without like, could we please speak in private? <laughs> I don't think so. Or just, like about his family or something. Yeah. Like he'll just be in Tywin's room with Tywin and he'll be like, could we please speak in private? And like all of the little birds hiding in the closet just leave. Mm-hmm. But like Tyrion, when, when Oberyn is like explaining all of the backstory about Elia and Rhaegar and everything, and then he's like, and when your father butchered my whole family... Tyrion, like, interrupts and says, I actually wasn't present for that. Like, yeah. fucking neat, dude. Like, I don't care. That's not what I'm <laughs> saying. He still did it. Yeah. Like, I, I wasn't was... expecting you to stop it when you were 12 or whatever. Yeah. Like, But I guess that's Tyrion being like, oh, don't blame me. Yeah. I had, I had nothing to do with it. Yeah. He doesn't like me neither. <laughs> anyway, he says he wants revenge. That's why he's yeah. there. Tell Tywin that the snake boy's here. Yeah. He's gonna bite you. And, think, and and that's his only appearance for the rest of the episode, and I'm like, man, what a good episode from Oberyn. <laughs> there we go to Daenerys painting her nuclear missile, pet, petting her nuclear missile. I was I I realized why I was so angry when this scene started, and it's because I just got like, here's my favorite guy. Uh huh. Oh no. The thing Not is, this again. I've I saw this scene like before I ever watched the show. I watched I saw like a photo set of Daenerys like petting the basketball that was actually there uh-huh. and like so these even though these dragons like they looked all right hmm. they super didn't to me just because <laughs> just like, everything looks super fake in the scene when she's sitting on the rock the like, only thing that looks real is the disgusting ass goat carcass that they drop yeah. right in front of her. I, I imagined us as the dragons fighting over the goat and the goat is our viewers <laughs> that's how i got invested in this scene uh-huh so yeah. Jorah comes up and he's like purposely vague for no reason. Yeah. Well, first he like watches her with gross old man eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Put those see. away. And she's like, "Where is my gray worms?" And he's like, "He is away gambling." Yeah. And like, Where is Dario Naharis? And your grace, she left. To, he left to go fight Deadpool. Yeah. <laughs> is he in that? Oh yeah. Uh, oh. Sorry if you haven't seen Deadpool, but the main bad guy is original Dario Naharis. Oh, the, the, like, real one? Like, first, yeah, edi- first edition? Yeah. The, the one, what, how does the origi- original Dario Naharis look? Like, what, how did you describe him? Did, well, he had, like, the long hair, yeah. and he had, like, the, like, the severe mouth. Like, you just gums. said he looked, like, garbage, right? He was garbage, but his <laughs> mouth was just off the hook. just gums, top to, top to bad, bottom. Right? No, when something is off the hook, that means it's good. What's the bad part? What's the bad off, version? Off the rails? Just terrible. Okay. Garbage. <laughs> Garbi- garbage Dario. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but now well, we have fucking was, uh, shitty frat boy Dario, who I hate. <laughs> I like how they keep saying, like, 
like she goes over and she's like, "Stop this, idiots!" But then Grey Worm's like, "I knew I should not have done with th- this with you, Dario Naharis." Mm-hmm. <laughs> to to let us know, oh, this is him now. Yeah, and like I, I, it was like Nito, fucking good job for everybody, like for writing the scene so that like Danny gets to walk by all of the small folk who, again, like don't say anything but Misa and bow at her feet as she walks by. That was mm-hmm. a neat choice. But, like, also, why would Grey Worm want to ride by Danny's side? I couldn't parse this at all. Yeah. Like, why it, would he want that as a reward? Because him doesn't want fuck. No. And, like, he doesn't, like, want honor because he he's not into that shit. He's just, like, a fight man. Yeah. He, like, he doesn't care. So, why, yeah, to ride by her or to beat Dario Naharis. Like, why would he care yeah. either way? And then, like, Miss Andy gives eyes to Grey Worm, and I'm like, oh god, we're gonna have to deal with that later. But then yeah. Dario's like, nope, you're gonna deal with it right the fuck now. <laughs> Here's me to hit you over the head with the fact that, Dar- that Grey Worm doesn't have balls. <laughs> anyway, see ya. Mm-hmm. And then we move on to Sansa being so sad that she's refusing to eat. She wouldn't even eat lemon cakes. Yeah, and that's how you know. That's fucked up. It's like, Brooks, you want some Wawa? You want a hoagie? No, like... <laughs> Yeah, like, you can't offer me... Even if I don't want it, I'll be like, uh, I guess I can get it and save it for later. Yeah. Like, like oh, that's I can, I can microwave it, and it'll be fine. Yeah. It's like, like, hoagies are like smelling salts for me. Like, oh, oh. If, you're, if you're at my funeral, and, you, like, we, we like, had a fight right before we died, and we have to make peace, like, just just put some marinara sauce on, on my upper lip, and I'll, <laughs> I'll be right there in just a sec. So... Yeah, she doesn't want even delicious lemon cakes. And Tyrion's like, yes, uh, I hear I hear prayer is good at times like these. So then Sansa says, there is no god. Yeah, and then she pulls out her chain wallet. <laughs> and goes and, run, and runs away. Yeah, and this is like... Sansa is the third most important person in her own storyline at this yeah. point. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, Tyrion does the thing where he's like, if I could just talk to my wife alone, please, meaning full shea eye contact. Uh-huh. They do that in every scene, and they did, they did that in every episode of season three, and they do that again here. I like how, like, a spy in this episode finally realizes that something's going on. Because <laughs> yeah, this right. has been the most obvious shit for, like, the past 20 episodes. Yeah, because fucking Tyrion is over the pavilion, over the ocean, shouting, if I could talk to my wife alone, <laughs> and, like, looks at Shay, my wife, yeah. and then... <laughs> And nobody's laughing at that sick reference, so clearly something's up. Yeah, he must mean it for real. Uh-huh. So, what happens? She goes, Tyrion goes back to his room, and Shay's there, and she's like, I want to fuck. <laughs> like, that's how Shay talks, right? That's, that's canonically how, yeah. My Shay voice is just gonna be a different vague accent every time. Yeah. When you read the books, that's why, like, the books are so thick. Is mm-hmm. because when you get to, when you get to a Tyrion chapter, there's like a button that you push, and then it reads out Shay's dialogue. Mm-hmm. It, there's a weird like uh, mechanical stuff in it. Yeah, it's, it's not, like it's, it's like it's, Microsoft it's, Word, like back in the '90s when you yeah. finally get computer to talk. Uh huh. Anyway, so what she she wants to like do sex, and he's like, no. Yeah, and their love is very true, and of Tyrion's like. Sansa's a child. Of course, I'm not a fucking creep. And it's like, buddy, you're a fucking creep. You're a, creep, Don't, you're a creeper. This is this has just been Tyrion lies the episode. <laughs> He's like, I don't want to f- fuck my beautiful child wife. Yeah. <sighs> gross ass, gross man. Disgusting. Gross town hate teenager girl from a noble family, and then I'll get Winterfell. 
Yuck. Because the Red Wedding was bad, and I'm, I'm, I love Ed Stark. Yeah. He was my favorite guy. Remember when his wife almost killed me a hundred times? Yeah, even in this episode, he's like, uh, Lady Catelyn did kidnap me and try to throw me out the fucking moon door, but she was good. Yeah, I like how he, it always has to be about him. Like, your mother who did take me prisoner across the land and almost throw me off a mountain. She was okay. I mean, she was, she was, she was nice. I admired her. Yeah. Shut up. Shay's like, I, I want to do fucky, and Tyrion's like, no, and then she gets mad and leaves. Mm-hmm. Which has happened several times already. But this time a lady heard. Yeah. Ooh. We get an extreme close-up on Jamie's stump, which looks super good at this point. Like... It looks better than my hand. It did, but I like the extreme close-up because you could tell... Like, we're not putting it on him for this scene. Yeah. Just, like, put the stump on a table and zoom in on it. <laughs> the people demand more stump. Yeah. And this, like, I want a cool robot arm so bad. Oh, yeah. Like, as soon as we can get augmented for real, I'm all in on it. Even, like, Jamie was like, how about a hook, though? Like, yeah, how about a hook? How about a, yeah. But you could probably punch really hard with that. Yeah. I mean, just, like, attach a sword to the end of it. Okay. Yeah, like, why didn't they have, like, um... Like, give him like, a hilt mo- at the like wrist. modular, like, connections. Like, he can put different things on it depending on the task. Yeah. Like a spatula... Like a, I, a sword. I'm thinking like Cyborg from Teen Titans kind of thing. Okay, okay. Yeah, I got you. Cyborg could do that shit. He could. I mean, he was, that's why he was kicked out of the, uh, the like, maester. <laughs> he, he was working with Brother Blood. Yeah. He was, he tried to make a boy who could turn into a beast, and they're like, nuh-uh. <laughs> not in this world. Christ. So, anyway, if you, did you see Jamie's clothes? In the scene, he looks like he just came out of the Banana Republic store. Like, is, th- is this where it started? Because in season five, Jamie looks the most like the most anachronistic person. It's weird. At- Cersei's in like an ornate gown, and he just has like a pair of chinos on and like yeah. a ruffled shirt. Like, we know where you got that. You got that on sale, Jamie. <laughs> there was they're like at like Tyrion and Sansa's wedding or something like that. There's like you can see Jamie holding a coffee cup in the corner. Uh-huh. Because, like, they had had to shoot that for, like, ten hours straight. <laughs> and he he's arguing with Cersei now because she's like, you didn't come back fast enough yeah. from war. Like, he... Jamie, like, I always hear about how Jamie is, like, the stupid Lannister because Tyrion and Cersei are always way smarter than him and he's just like, me fight. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of true. And they, they show it. Like, he's mainland Victorian. Yeah. Like, because he's like, Cersei, why have you... You're drinking a little bit more than usual. She's like, because you fought Ned Stark in the Because you were streets. a fucking war prisoner and you tried to kill the Lord of the North. Like, what are you talking about? I also like how she says, you come back with no apologies and one hand. Yeah. Like, I, okay, I can, I can help one of those things. Yeah, if you the had two one... hands, if you could give me a full hug and no apology. Yeah. But now it's just Christian side hugs all the way down. <laughs> But, like, she's still being mega unreasonable, uh-huh. which is weird at this point, because Cersei like, it's is... it's his fault to an extent. Like, he yeah. did put in action a bunch of shit that could have been prevented, but, like, like largely, he, he was a prisoner. He did mastermind an escape through, like, a war-torn World War world. Yeah. And, like, it's it's just it was weird to me that Cersei wasn't made to be right, because she usually is. I know. Like, we're not meant to like Cersei here, and that's weird. Mm-hmm. 
and the handmaiden comes with ostensibly Shay news. And more, like, opposite people goofs. Like, come in. No, don't. Yes, come yeah. in. Like, what? Why? Again? <laughs> we did this goof already. Yeah. Ten minutes It's ago. only like 15 minutes in. Stretch it out. Uh, the wildlings are hanging out. Egret shaving some arrows? Marble. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'll get to that. But, uh, she sh- she's shaving to make them aerodynamic. Aerodynamic, that's good. Come on. <laughs> and Tormund's like, Egret, I know how scrunchy your face gets when you cry, but I know that you could still kill a rabbit from 200 yards. He says you can put an arrow through a rabbit's eye from 200 yards. Do you have any idea how far that is? That's um, two football fields. Two football. Well, what is? Hmm. Have I ever been to a football field? <laughs> a, a, um, a football field is a hundred yards. Come on, time. Like that's not possible. Yeah. Or maybe it is. That's why she hit. She she did the opposite of Oberyn. She's like, I'm going to hit you where all the veins aren't. Mm. Yeah, because she studied at the Citadel and she knows all about veins. Mm-mm. So uh, ev- uh, everyone hates thens. Did you know that everybody hates thens? Hates thens. Yeah. Why do they all look like Hellraisers? Like I don't, I don't know. Because they have like, let's make the most evil wildlings possible. Mm-hmm. Can we just like pull a name from the book and then say that these are thens? That's aren't, aren't they just like wild guys? Yeah, like wildlings in like what you would think that mean, not just but like in, we're north of the wall. But in the show, they're like we brought some Kentucky Fried Children. Yeah, and the first the first line. I, re- I remember this episode. Me and Kim say this all the time. All the time. And I don't know why, because it's not like a memorable line or ha- has any real meaning. Uh-huh. But the guy, he's like, they were fresh and fat and marbled. <laughs> and anytime anything is marble, like, it could be like, this is a marble countertop. And me and Kim just go like, marble. <laughs> like, <laughs> Wow, that's a really, like... It's like a really specific pull for no reason and oh, never yeah. makes any sense. There's a 0% chance that anybody would ever recognize that ever. I know. It's just us being weird. I love it. But if someone ever did, I wouldn't be their friend because I'm like, you know too much about me. Literally, like, you could go, like, kitchen table shopping with that actor and be like, this table is mobbled. And he would he would just be like, are you, why would you say a thing like that? Yeah, what does that mean? That's a weird accent to put on for no reason. Yeah. Did you notice the evil fucking music that was playing with everything that the Fen said? <laughs> yes. It was like, it was more than Stannis. <laughs> Another thing I noted, it was like, they were in, remember a few episodes ago when that guy from wherever Danny's attacking came to visit her in her tent? <laughs> yeah. And they had like all the Unsullied up on the ridge? Uh-huh. Like, the Wildlings had that exact same formation? Oh, yeah. But one went like, <laughs> like, to let them know that people are coming. Yeah. Because you lost your warg. Yeah. Like, how do you know that? Yeah. We'll get to that later. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, then we go to Jon Snow, who's back. He's home. Mm-hmm. And, like, perfectly fine. Like, we don't know how much time has passed in between seasons, but enough yeah. for him to be fine with 70 arrows stuck in his butt. Yeah. It's a and, good thing they shot your butt. And uh, Rob died. Bill in there. <laughs> Rob died, so Jon's complaining about him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My... My beloved dead brother who got more fuck than me. Yeah. And he's like, sometimes I wanted to hate him. And then Sam says, sometimes I want to hate you. Which yeah. is, like, so good. That- it's good because it's real Sam for a second. I know. Is that from the books? 
I don't know. I don't remember it, but th- it was like good, so I have to be like, huh? Because any other time, Sam would be like, yeah, well, you never killed a White Walker like yeah, me, Big Dick Tarly over here. <laughs> Heartsbane, that's what they call my family sword. It's my dick penis. Yeah, it's my <sighs> Sorry. And what, what part was most upsetting to you? That you said dick penis. What should I, what should I say? On national television. You should have said fat pink mast. Fat pink mast? You shouldn't have said anything. You should have just turned the microphone <laughs> off and whispered it. Review of post Game of Thrones. You shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> Kim just like, she's all for whispering obscenities only. Uh-huh. And, like, John is talking about how the girls all went for Rob over John, and like, if title means that much to you, sure. But like, but I, okay. Oh, the girls all went to Rob. Have you seen Jon Snow? Yeah. Like, here's the thing: I wouldn't be going after the heir to the Iron Islands over John, even though like he's a bastard and not an heir. Yeah. So, like, is it... <laughs> plot I... hole? Big plot hole here. Big plot hole. Apparently, girls didn't want to fuck Jon Snow. Which we know is just, like, not true. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, do you remember that Alistair Thorne existed? Because I sure didn't. Yeah, I did. And uh, is this, like, the first time we see Jano Slint in the Night's Watch? I think so. Because they just kind of slide him in there. He looks just like his name. Yeah, he really does. <laughs> like, I like, was think like... They, they put a casting out, and this guy showed up, and they're like, yes, don't even read for us. Oh, God, don't say anything. Gross-ass jowls. Mm. Like, Janice Slint is the perfect example of, like, giving somebody a name that says all you need to know about the characterization. Yeah. Like, oh, your name is Darth Sidious? Okay. <laughs> nice. Nice. What? I wonder where this story's gonna go. Luke Skywalker sounds like a pretty evil guy. Yeah. Like, oh, wait, never mind. It sounds like the coolest shit in the fucking world. It, like, this is like, if Alistair Thorne, which is like, that's a, that's a fairly, like, regular fantasy name, I guess. Yeah. It's like a pretty cool name. It sounds like highfalutin and thorny, but yeah. like, yeah. But if his name was like, I don't know, like, Usurper Night's Watchman, <laughs> you'd be like, well, I kind of, I kind of have an idea about this plot, but let's see where it goes. Uh-huh. The thing, this scene, um, sucked. <laughs> <laughs> and not, this scene also had a line that Kim remembered. Lay it when on John, me. When John's talking to them. I what lay he, with the wildling girl. I lay with the wildling girl. <laughs> like, you didn't need to say that. Uh-huh. Like, you could have left that. It. I needed to remember it. I, I mean, like, when he was confessing. He's like, I ate with the wildlings. He's I the, slept with the wildlings. He pleads for wildlings. his life like he's in a fucking spelling bee. <laughs> like he has his hands behind his back and he's like oh, the half hand believed our only chance to stop man is to get a man inside his army it really is are you no, gonna I kill can... me or not uh-huh. execution uh, and he, he leans in he goes can I have a definition of the word please etymology please it's when it's when we kill you dead oh uh, sorry I, I... Uh, can I have the uh, language of origin please so, sorry I, I, I know nothing you guys get it I get it like a thing uh, can I have the the form of speech? Does it, John? <laughs> cut it out. And then he just gets like a sick burn on Jano Slint, which oh, if yeah. I like, I am all for like fuck you authority. But like, if I was basically on trial for my life for yeah. treason, 
And the Lord, like, fucking Alistair Thorne's best friend. Yeah. I might hold back on, like, the deep cuts. But this is John's negotiation tactic. He does this every time. It's true. He, He's like, half-heartedly explains everything, and then he insults the person who, yeah, like, in, like, is the in most control. vague manner. Like, I'm yes, I ate with them, and I learned with them, and they're very strong, and they're gonna kill us. Uh, so, so you're one of them? I... I lay with the wildling girl. And Eamon's like, wait, everybody fucks. Y'all don't fuck? I make fucky all the time. Molestown, are you serious? <laughs> and then, so they're like, okay, John, get out of here. And he's like, how do you know when someone's lying? And Maester Eamon says, I grew up in King's Landing. Where like, Janna Slint lives. <laughs> my, I like how my air horn sounds like I'm blue from Blue's Clues. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's Mar- about it. Mar- Marberry Typhoon. Um. He's there. Does Elena just live in this fucking patio? Yeah. I mean, if you were like eight hundred, is like, that it, her house? I, I. It's a pretty nice house. Like, I was just so happy because it's a fucking we, gazebo. It's a we, really nice gazebo. Because we have Elena and Brienne, and Elena has basically the same reaction as if I were to see Brienne. I'd just be like, "Oh my god! <laughs> Holy shit! Like you're amazing!" Yeah. Like, you're magnificent. He makes fun of her for, like, being singular, whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> I know. Like, if somebody called me singular, I would, again, never go outside again, because I have no <laughs> idea what the fuck that means. And she's also like, you beat up my idiot gay son. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I sure did. And then she leaves to talk to Marjorie about something. Yeah, Brian's like, can I please talk to my wife? In private. <laughs> and then Marjorie leaves. What, I don't remember anything about their conversation. Oh, I sure fucking do. Because she's, they're like, hey, I'm Brienne of Tarth. By the way, um, a shadow with Stannis' evil face killed the good King Renly. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, ha- your, your talented gay boyfriend. Like, how is this your introduction. Hello, I'm Brienne, and I have something to tell you. Remember you remember me from beating the fuck out of your brother. Um, a shadow demon killed him. Mm-hmm. Remember me? I'm trustworthy. Yeah. The only good part of this scene was that this shot ends with the new statue of Joffrey murking a wolf with a crossbow. This is That's why I forgot the, um, like, the dialogue. Is that's, I, what, that's that, why the scene happened. Yeah, so they could walk past this statue of Joffrey... And then cut to Joffrey in the same exact pose. Yes. Again, with the sight gags. Like, I'm, I'm kind of into it, though. I love that we're at the point where, like, Joffrey, like, if I, like, Joffrey's not acutely gross as much as he used to be. Like, seasons uh-huh. two and three, he was, like, completely unlovable, but now he's just, like, rude. And now, now I'm just like, hey, this guy. Yeah. Joffrey. Loves to hate him. Yeah. Oh, you, oh, you, I wait till I get my hands on you. You're your... so full of yourself. Yeah. And did you, did you see his outfit? Um, this is like designer shit. Yeah, he he shot. He went. He went to wherever Jamie went. Yeah. Well, Jamie got his shit off the clearance rack. Right. Joffrey was like, "Money is no object." Mm-hmm. Also, I'm killing several employees because. Eh. <laughs> and I like this. Like, this was just for us, basically. Oh, yeah. Like, ah, Sir, uh, Sir Arthur Dane, the Sword of the Morning. It, here's the thing. Uh-huh. He, he's like, 
oh, Sir Duncan the Tall in the Kingsguard book. And yes. sp- spoilers, my dude, I have not finished the books yet. <laughs> like, did did you know Duncan the Tall as a figure in history of the show, of the books? Fucking, like, if I had ever thought about it critically and known that he was Sir Duncan, then I would I would have put two and two together. Like, you just, ne- like, you knew it deep down, but never actually. Yeah. Uh-huh. It was. It wasn't in the front part of my brain. Yeah, and he's like, "This guy has four pages." Yeah. Like, um. Actually, there's like three, three little books. Yeah. You can read them. I remember I, I was reading something the other day because I'm a fucking idiot. I was on some Game of Thrones site, and someone posts like, "Should I read the uh, the Duncan Egg novels?" And then some idiot, no, someone says, "Should I read the Duncan Egg books?" And someone goes, "They're not books. They're novellas." <laughs> Like, imagine being that person in real life. That was me. Like, you know what I mean. <laughs> I, like, novella is one of those words that I can never say without, like, putting on an ironic accent. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like when I'm in class and I want to say the word socioeconomic. Like, I can't say that without, like, being like, socioeconomically, because there's no way to say it yeah. without sounding like an absolute Because fuck. I know it just means, like, it's a... It's a tiny like, book. Tiny book, or like part of a collection. But all I think of are telenovelas, right? Which are very different. Which, oh my god, if George wrote, if George wrote one of those, oh man, sign me the absolute hell up. I can't wait to hear those accents. <laughs> so yeah, Joffrey, Joffrey's like, "You suck, Uncle." Yeah. Goodbye. He's like, "You don't have any great deeds," and like, I guess they cut out the scene from the books where Jamie goes in and like. He's like, I have super good deeds. And then he starts to list them all out. Like, like I pushed a boy really hard. With his shitty golden hand that he can't write with. Yeah. I fought a bear. I took yeah. the first I took the first bath. <laughs> the very first bath in Westerosi history. Put that one down, Guinness. Stabbed that dude's eyeball real good in season one. <laughs> Ooh. I fell in love with a lady who isn't conventionally attractive. That's good, right guys? I mean I mean no. I mean no. she's like I mean, Hollywood ugly. She is really pretty, but we're pretending that she's not. I, I, I'll later. I'll say you got hair like me, but you're ugly. <laughs> um, and that's that's about four pages. Yeah. So we go we go back to Daenerys, and oh my god! Like, uh, can I just one more thing about the last scene? Yeah. Jamie, please, like, please, God. <laughs> um, Jamie's like Joffrey. The War of the Five Kings isn't over while Stannis still lives, and I love all five kings of this war. <laughs> I love Stannis and Joffrey and Rob and Renly and Renly, the yeah. five kings. And, and later in the episode, someone's like, "War is over." Yep, we did it. <laughs> it's done. Christ. Uh, yeah, yeah, let's let's go Daenerys, back to. She's talking with um, Daria, right? And he's like, "Let's talk strategy." I want to fuck average flat boy, dead poet society, woman wooing shit boy. I hate. Dario so much in the scene. He's like, you to know the people, you must know the flowers of the land. This one is good times, and this one is yuck yuck. Watch me pull this one out of my sleeves like a magician. Like, like that fuck that, you. That sounded perfect for actual book Dario. Like <laughs> giant blue forked beard. Being like a shitty gross magician. Like that's perfect. Like all it needs is a line about him smiling and his gold tooth twinkling. Yeah. And, and like again, if Danny weren't aged up, and she was like a fourteen-year-old girl who like got flowers from a guy with a beard, like mm-hmm. sure, she might be like <laughs> he starts clapping. How did you do it? Yeah. Um, like, I fuck Dario. Yeah. He's like, like at the very in 
we can talk about Star Wars, right? It's been long enough. You guys have seen it. It's actually not even a spoiler either, but like, okay. I didn't like Poe at first because I right. thought like for the whole movie, it would like how he just kind of like makes jerk off motions at everything. And he's like, uh-huh. what are you going to do? Enter my mind. Oh uh, yeah. Uh-huh. And like, I hate that character more than anything in the world. And that's so what this Dario is to me. Yeah. But me, I was just like, Oscar Isaac, he's famous. <laughs> so like, I never even considered him as a character. I'm just right. like, he's famous. TV's Oscar Isaac. Yeah. Um, like, the only good thing about this, about Dario, is that he looks better than the other one who looks like Sloth's cousin from oh, the yeah. Goonies. Like, that's it. Literally the entire time I was watching Deadpool, it was like, I need to go to the bathroom, or like, leave this room immediately so I can pull out my phone and make sure that this is old Dario. Because <laughs> it's hard, because like, that's the only role where he's ever like, put on a long hair wig, but it just like, looks so different and strange. Mm-hmm. Um, so then they leave after his, like, magic tricks, mm-hmm. and who is it, Jorah or, um, Barry? Yeah, one of they're like, They're like, these are set one mile apart for every 165 <laughs> miles. Like, how do you know that? <laughs> why, did, why was he saying it like a tour guide? Yeah, <laughs> if you look to your to left, dead child. yeah, if you look see. to your left, you'll see your next starved dead slave child <laughs> pointing towards the city where we're headed. And then Danny says, bury them? Like, if I'm marching in, if I was a guy in an army marching towards a city to battle and I had to bury dead children, I'd just be like, fucking, can we just go? Yeah. Is also, I'm gonna look at all of them first. Yeah. So I can see the bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, this is gonna be a fucking great line. People are gonna talk about this one like, you know nothing, Jon Snow. So I can see the bad. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Brienne, Brienne's back. Yeah. And she's like, there's the cardboard cutout of Sansa that I put down there. <laughs> um, she's just sitting there, but that's, that's what she does. That's when she talks to Jamie, right? And he's like, you're ugly, but good. <laughs> yeah. You swore an oath, but she's dead, so. And I, I just like this little character thing. Like, Jamie's like, <laughs> see you later, idiot. <laughs> and then she, like, looks to walk behind him and does, but she, like, Ugh, like, gets mad and, like, slaps the railing. Yeah. Before she walks out. I'm like, this, like, she knows who Brienne is. Yeah. We she's, know she's read the book. She's so good. I know, she's so... Uh, she's so good. Yeah. Because, like, everybody else is like, I didn't want to read the books because I didn't want to interfere with the very good vision of the showrunners. Like, <laughs> Meanwhile, Brienne shows up in fucking cosplay <laughs> to her audition. Yeah. Like, I feel like she's the only book reader that, like, the showrunners haven't actively talked shit about. Like, really? they, they haven't shared an anecdote about, like, how Brienne said that she wanted to do this, and that just made us want to kill her. <laughs> the way that they are about literally every other character that uh-huh. has read And then, um, we, you, you see, like... Sansa's, like, literally her spidey sense tingles. Like, yeah. There's, there's a shot of music. It's like the fucking alert sound from Metal Gear Solid. And then there's, like, monster vision of, like, something creeping yeah. through the woods. The fucking like, shaky cam shit. Like, I, I knew it, but it's like the fucking Sardantos. Yeah, and, like, we <laughs> see, like, a drunken old man and, like, the least imposing, like, what? I know. Like, oh, it's hey. still like, oh, no, oh. it could be a dragon. Okay, here. Oh, it's me. Remember me? I'm fat. Listen, I'm drunk, too. <laughs> Listen, take this, deuces. Hey, sorry, I know this doesn't look at all like a godswood, but it's the only place with trees where we were shooting, so... <laughs> yeah. 
it's weird how we never show Sansa in the Godswood because, uh, well, first of all, God doesn't exist. So yeah, it's just this wood. Yeah, the wood. That's how that's how we interpreted the source material. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's like, "Yeah, take this and go hide." <laughs> yeah, just hey. I, I've I've been waiting in this like this trail path for years. Waiting. <laughs> I've for been you waiting to take a here walk. for ten straight episodes. <laughs> Please, just listen to me. I mean, somebody's got to be the next Sansa savior, so it's got to be me. Yeah. Uh, Here's my mom's necklace. Viva the house hollered. <laughs> anyway, Arya is hanging out with the Hound. Yeah. Um, which led to the other line of this episode I remembered, which is, what the fuck's a Lamy? Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. For, for good. <laughs> Pretty like, good. The, before they go to the inn, they come across like a pillaged cart with like dead people around it. There's a dead kid sitting up on a tree that looks just like Bran. Oh. It's just like Bran. But like <laughs> the the weird thing about this scene is that the dead kid looks just like Bran. Yeah. Disgraced Game of Thrones creator George R. R. Martin quits. <laughs> that dead kid looks just like Bran. <laughs> Toe to Hodor, this is a Bran. <laughs> but it was it was just weird because that's like the position that Bran is always in also. But mm-hmm. anyways, Arya wants a pony. Yeah. Um, and then we learn that... And then they go... It's like they go to this inn and it says, like, bad news time, like, right on the door. Uh-huh. The bad news in time inn. Uh-huh. And Sandor does some horse math real quick to see if he could, like, hmm, five horses? It's probably give or take five people. Yeah. Horse math. Seems, seems about... Seems about correct. Uh, and it's the guy she doesn't like. Um, Sandor uses the C word to describe people who name their swords as if that wouldn't be the first fucking thing I would do if I were dropped into this medieval world. I know. Yeah. Like, Even if it was like a shitty sure. regular one. You know that Sandor named his own sword. Like, he, yeah. he didn't tell anybody. Like, uh-huh. he's like, this is just my fucking fuck sword. <laughs> but, like, you know that it's, like, fucking... So, sword names sh- have to be, it's, like, kind of the same as pet names, where they either have to be super ridiculous or just, like, extremely regular. Yeah. So, like, my this sword w- would either be, like, Death Dealer or it would be, like, Derek. Robert. Yeah. <laughs> like, only one or the other. Yeah. Needle is okay, I guess. As the Lord of Winterfell, I, sen- I hereby sentence you to die. <laughs> By Robert. I unsheath Travis. Yeah. <laughs> and... Then this guy mentions gold and silver, and it, like, activates the Arya sleeper cell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, she's she's Agent Bored now. Like, she's been awoken. Yeah. And will have revenge. Did you see that they made Sandor walk through the tiniest Willy Wonka door to get into the tavern? Yeah, this is like a hobbit's house. Yeah, it was amazing. And he's and... like, he's like, yeah, the mountain had us torture so many people that I stopped having fun at work. <laughs> It's like, is this 9 to 5 life really for me? I feel like hey. my labor's being exploited. Hey, you know how it is. Another day, another dollar. Just yeah. killing people here out on the countryside. Guess where I'm from? Hey, you know, hey, your brother was the boss. The boss? Hey, your brother's the mountain. The mountain that rides? I know him. That's my big guy. <laughs> That's my big oaf. He's a lovable oaf. Uh, and then the chickens? Yeah, we get some good chicken stuff. <laughs> yeah, because the thing is, Sandor whispers "fuck the king" 
He's like, uh-huh. hey, fuck the king. And everybody within 100 yards does a spit take. Except Arya, who, like, smiles. Yeah, she's like, yeah, fuck that dude. Real asshole, that one. And uh, then it's fight time. He thinks he'll take two chickens. Because it's Game of Thrones. Here's the thing. Polliver's like, he, like, becomes cool for a second. And he's like, you lived your life for a king? You're gonna die for some chickens? And then he goes, fucking, someone is the coolest fucking line. Like, conversationally, that line does not make sense, and a guy like Polliver would never be, like, that poetic, but whatever, I'm fucking human, that line was cool. It was cool. That's, like, have you ever played the Mass Effect games? No, I have not. Well, there's dialogue choices, but there's certain ones you can only pick if you're, like, you have this many evil points. Right. Like, that was the unlockable evil option Mm. for this scene. And the other one was like, no, I guess I'm not going to die for some chickens. The other one is like, let's, like, let's settle this peacefully. One chicken each. Like, that would be. (laughs) Hey, Rory, could you like, uh, you're doing a great hound, but if you could just like read that back, read that line back, like some, with a little different inflection. Okay, I'll try. One chicken each. (laughs) That's great. Okay. Someone is. (laughs) So then there's a fight and. Oh, the, the guy has the hound down and he takes his head and stabs it into the sword eyeball. But him. Ugh. And this, I hate eye stuff. Yeah. And, like, I hate... I guess I just had Teen Titans on the brain this week because, like, they're, like, Sandor's fighting them all off because they're doing the thing that I hate from Teen Titans where they're all like, hey, we're all on the same side. Let's fight him one at a time. Mm-hmm. And then, like, so, like, he punches one guy's mouth clean off. Yeah, And then, like, the next guy's like, ah, here I come from this angle. But then, like, they're like, oh, wait, there's more of us. And then they just, like, start stomping him into the ground. You both have swords. Yeah, and then they're, like, after, like, five seconds, they're like, hey, wait, swords. And then yeah. they pull, like, they go get their swords, but it's too late. Uh-huh. But, uh, he stabs, they, they canonically, not making a joke, stab a guy right in the dick. Yeah. And he's like, oh, my dick. Ow. <laughs> he actually does, like, there's a comedy shot of him going like, oh. Yeah. Oh, swords aren't supposed to go there. Yeah, and then he falls over. And look, yeah. was, that must have been a cool casting call, though. It's a guy stabbed in the, like, and he's not, he doesn't even fight. Yeah, and like, well, he, 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 his mouth says things, like he goes, ah. Yeah. So does that mean that he was, he's part of the Screen Actors Guild? Now? It must be. I mean, you got stabbed in the dick, if that's not, like, yeah, enough of a promotion. Yeah, like, I hope he doesn't get typecast. Yeah. As a guy who gets stabbed in the dick all the time? <laughs> that would be unfortunate. But, um, Arya gets her sword back and kills the guy through the neck throat, and he bleeds blood <laughs> up out of his mouth. Yep. Um, and then, like, Clegane's on his back, and, like, he starts sticking his finger into this dude's eyes, which I hope I never see that shit again. Yeah, if someone, uh, like, if, if, if a Clegane, like, bursted someone's skull through their eyeballs, yeah, Jesus, I'm, that would be pretty uh, fucked up, huh? That'd be pretty fucked up. Yeah. And yeah, we want... that never happens. What? Yeah. Good thing that never happens. I know, good, yeah. Never that's, happens. What, that's, what, that's what we're saying. Yeah, so Arya gets a pony, and, like, we get a really cool shot of, like, the Riverlands being destroyed and desecrated, but that's the last we'll see of that shit, because fuck the fourth <laughs> book, we're out. See you yeah. next week. Deuces. I just liked how... It was, like, this leveled both of them up so hard. Oh, yeah. Like, she has a sword now, she has a horse, he has has chickens. Yeah. It's like a whole Universal Studios turkey leg. It's amazing. Uh I think that was the episode. Good episode, I think. I I enjoyed most, mostly. Yeah. It It. was, (laughs) our not an episode was a nice, a nice diversion. 
Yeah, yeah. I was able to, to refresh and now I think it's like, oh, yeah, okay. I can do yeah. ten more of these before we jump into, like, the deep end of season six. Before we go to the Shadow Realm? Yeah. In April? Truly. And then we got two more. Oh, my God. Like, oh, I think about that three, all the like Three more seasons, at least, of the show. Like, I think about, like, I'm going to have my master's degree in, like, two semesters. And, like, I'm still, I still will be doing this show. Like, the show is, like the most long-term thing in my life right now. <laughs> Thanks, HBO. Thanks. For, for giving us some stability in our lives. Is this our Warg of the Week? Yeah. Whatever. Warg of the Week! Warg of the Week! Warg of the Week. <laughs> um, so, I, late last night, I had to, like, text, I had to Twitter text Eddie because I wasn't sure uh, if I had already talked about um, a Ned-related theory, but uh, it, it features pretty heavily next week, so I think we're going to talk about it then. Okay. Um, but, so in this episode, the Magnar of Fen Steer uh, kind of derides Tormund for losing his warg, um, which kind of like set off my like spidey sense. And I thought it, it seemed like a nice opportunity of like expanding the warg canon. Like this, this is what it <laughs> felt like to me. Okay. Of... It, you know, just take a wrench just, to our pre-established like warging rules. Yeah. Just get up in there and mess around with it. It's like, yeah, the Sistine Chapel was beautiful, but like then you paint you paint on the top of it and it's even better. Mm-hmm. So this is a lot like the Da Vinci Code when you think about it. It's Warg of the Week 2.0. Yeah. Because we're, out of, like, we're out of – this is like the full release. We're out of beta. Yeah. Once you start seeing these things, like you realize all the hints that were laid out for like only the most discerning of eyes. Uh-huh. So anyways, instead of offering a solution to, like, getting a new warg, uh, Steer is like, hey, why don't you try eating crow, meaning human flesh? Um, so as we've, you know, so if putting your soul into the body of another through warging is possible, why can't eating a person's body cause their soul to enter yours? Think about it. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Okay. The Fens don't have a warg that we know of, but uh-huh. they were able to navigate south of the wall after raiding one village. They said that they raided one presumably ate the people because and they ate the people yeah. because they know the terrain mm-hmm. so like if you eat like if i ate you i would immediately know all of the best sandwich shops in new jersey okay is how i'm assuming that it it would it, work it, it probably works like that okay so like here's where we get into like mild mild spoiler territory about stuff that's going to happen in a couple episodes so there's a little special wildling boy named ollie and um his family gets eaten by thens um so it makes sense why ollie is so set on fighting them he knows Mm -hmm. that the only way to truly defeat the wildlings long term is to eat the people who ate his parents Mm -hmm. thereby freeing their souls and releasing the secrets of the northerners from the wildling cerebro Mm -hmm. okay so like and then like later on if the season if like a then were to say like have a skull busted open by like an axe that would also be an alternative way of freeing oh, the souls. Oh, okay, I see, yeah. A la, like, the Scooby-Doo movie. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like Bucket of Souls. But yeah. that's that's kind of, like, an unconfirmed thing that, like, we'll have to kind of wait and see. I want to take a closer look at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have to, we have to like, re-examine the evidence. But, yeah, um, as we're, like, watching Fens eat people, let's try to think, you know, diplomatically and logically about, like, what that might mean for um, this the navigation of souls in the other realm. I see. Interesting. Confirmed. Yeah. If you eat people, you get their memories. Yeah. Confirmed. Questions? 
If you have a question, you can send us an ask on our Tumblr, postgamerthrones.tumblr.com, or email us at postgot at gmail.com. Y'all ever heard of Vor? <laughs> Anyways. The first question is, like, a real one? Oh, good. Our first one. Our fr- from uh, Tumblr user Deer King, who asks, says, Okay, so I'm a show watcher. So realize, so I realize there's other sources I could turn to for this info, but I would hate to put any effort into this. So if you want to do yeah. a, a history lesson about the lore of the seven gods and also other gods, that would be neat. Oh, fuck. That's so, a lot. So, well, basically, there's in... Basically, the, there's no god and you're stupid for There's no god and you're a dumbass idiot. Yeah. Duh. But for, for fools, there's like three as like main religions in this world, which uh-huh. is... The seven, the old gods, and like the red god. Yes. The seven are main is like basically like eighty percent at least of the realm that's like their shit. Yeah. It's like it's the Christianity of Yeah. That's of, why, like, uh, it of looks Catholic religion. as fuck in the show. Yeah. So and... the seven Do let's see if I know the set the seven. Alright, let's it's do it. The mother let's see if you could get married in Westeros. <laughs> the mother, father. Smith. Okay, I got those two. The smith, the the like the maid, uh huh, the warrior, uh huh, the crone. Damn, and the and cool, the cool, the stranger. Yeah, yes, I know Nailed seven. It. Um, so that's all of them, and it's like there's individual ones, kind of, but it's like together. That yeah, I I, like I could phrase it, but more. It's at seven. Yeah. Mem- uh, as as taken from a wiki of Ice and Fire, me- members of the faith worship the seven who are one, a single deity with seven aspects or faces, each representing a different virtue. The less educated may believe that there are seven different gods, however. Well. so Yeah, you idiots. <laughs> so, like, you will pray to the seven, but if you're like, I want to do good in battle, you would go pray to, like, a warrior statue. Yeah. And one thing is that every religion has their own, like, god of death or whatever. In this one, it's the stranger, and no one talks about the stranger. Yeah. Uh, and then the old gods... Well, this happened because, like, who is it? The Andals were here first, and then the Targaryens came over, and they were like, listen, we'll follow this shit, whatever, just like us. Yeah, it was some shit. And in the north, they pray to trees, who are magic. Yeah, like, Ned is, like, hanging out by that cool, like, red tree with a face on it. Uh-huh. That's, um, that's basically their god. And it's like, it's because it's like, the magic children of the forest had this god, and then, like, humans came over and destroyed all the trees yeah. or whatever. It seems like a much more, like, spiritual, like, communing with nature kind and of like, shit. No, it's only people in the north who do this shit, and it's like, the Starks, probably, like, the Karstarks and the Umbers. Yeah. Like, the most, when you think of, like, a northern house. Yeah, even, like, the Boltons are like, okay, yeah, sure, trees, got it. Yeah. And then there's the Red... God. They go to they go to tree church on on Sundays, but yeah, they don't really like, church. you know. Unlike Easter, maybe Christmas. Yeah, yeah. And then there's the red god who is magic and real, and my friend. Yeah, yeah. Remember, remember the evil shadow baby with evil Stannis's evil usurper face on it. Mm. Um, that was um, presumably the work of the red god who Melisandre likes to burn people to please, and he comes over from from Essos. But there's also from a like shy beyond the shadow from a shy beyond the shadow, um, which is if you if you pass the shadow, you've gone too far. Mm-hmm. But 
Yeah. Um, and then there's other smaller ones. There's like the yeah, because George is the fucking worst, and he's like, yeah, there are a bunch of things that we won't get to. Like we'll never go to ET, but they have a whole complex shit. Yeah, he's like, in ET, there's a lion that's death. <laughs> like, okay, George, just, just shut up for a while. Like we're a... never gonna go to the Summer Isles. We don't care. Yeah, doesn't matter. Just like at every Comic Con, it's like George. What about Nothorios? And it's like, oh yes, the fucking uh, antelope, antelope god. Nothorios B.I.G. <laughs> uh, next question comes in from friend of the show, Leaf Crunch. Our special our fr- boy. Our friend, Leaf Crunch. Our friend, Leaf Crunch, like official title. Yeah, the friend Smith. Yeah, happy belated birthday to Brooks. Thanks. How How is that? How is that? 23 and my day. back hurts. I was vacuuming in earlier and now my back hurts. And I'm only a year older than you. Yikes. So you have that to look forward to. Yeah. Happy oh, early fuck, birthday. Fuck, I'm going to be... My oh, my birthday's in a month. I'm going to be 25. Mm-hmm. That's fucked up. You're, You're almost there. 25. That's like a quarter of That's the way... That's even more fucked up. Well, I mean... You like your older women. Uh, yeah, it's true. Okay. <laughs> uh, my question is, <laughs> if you could change one thing about the show, what would it be? Cancel except, it. Ex- except nothing like fixing the writing or characters. <laughs> I mean, like... What if all the people in that universe had spatula hands? Uh, I, th- this is why I really want to look... I need to start looking at the questions before we go on the air. Because mm-hmm. I need time for these things. Uh, mine would be... Every single aspect of the show would be exactly the same. Except before the main credits, there would be a black screen, and it would say executive producer Dick Wolf. That's good, that's good. And And then the real credits would start. Yeah. Nothing um, else would change. I would like take out all the adult themes and then make everybody babies. Oh, like um, like Looney Tunes kids, but yeah, Game like, of Thrones. Yeah. And like Tywin is like the granny, and like her face is never on camera or whatever. Mm. But yeah, we'll have a lot of fun the little Westeros way. <laughs> um, also, spatula hands. Let's talk about that for a second. I mean, losing a spatula. But you would get a golden spatula? Yeah, people would be, like... With port and starboard attachments? And don't forget the turbo drive. <laughs> that would be awesome. Like, I mean, we were already there with the Jamie talk. Uh-huh. No, but then Jamie would just, like, stab people with it instead of, like, doing cool dad barbecues, which would be a lot cooler. Or my other one would be, like we mentioned earlier, and everyone just does their own accent. Like, mm. for real, not as, like, a goof. Yeah, so, like, what the actor of Littlefinger does, but everybody. Yeah. Um, I I think this this next message sent in by Tumblr user Anonymous, show your face, fucker. Yeah, you fucking coward. I think this is what they, they call a, a troll. Like, he's trying trying to get a rise out of us. Oh, well, that's... This one says... And unwelcome. A little joke for you guys. What do literary themes, believable wrestling matches, and good Airbud movies have in common? They don't exist. Now, you can't just go on the internet. Fuck you! Yeah, next question. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, okay, the first two agreed. Yeah, believable wrestling matches, wrestling's f- like fake. Let's do Irish whips where we throw people against ropes and like fuck that. Um, yeah, okay, Ricochet beat me with a 630 degree splash. I'll yeah. let it happen. Yeah, okay. sure. Fuck wrestling. But, but the, uh, the, 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 aren't there good Airbud movies? Yeah, there are. They're, depending on how, okay. you know, how liberal I, I mean, in this way. 
I, I mean, no offense by this, mm-hmm. but because you enjoy, as we, as we've seen with the show and the books, because you enjoy something doesn't mean it's good. Right. Like, I enjoy Wawa. I mean, and it's great. That's the only personal experience I could talk about this week. <laughs> so, are there, like, are there Air Blood movies with, like, fresh Rotten Tomatoes? Oh, I don't, I don't go to that shit. I, I mean, you don't know what the fuck they're Yeah, th- that's for, like, a wide audience. This is very, like. Um, I will say, I, when I was dealing with a hater, um, much like this one, except better because this one sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, there was somebody trying to get a rise out of me and saying that Beverly Hills Chihuahua was a better movie. And Beverly Hills Chihuahua was not only, like, stupid and racist uh-huh. and, like, and also some dogs died on the set. Uh-huh. Um, it also, I mean, it it's like a- apples to oranges. That's because they're, like, both dogs. Like, you can't... Yeah, because the whole thing of Beverly Hills Chihuahua is, like, hey, look at these wacky talking animals, whereas Airbud is a story about the triumph of, of life. Oh. And, like... Like, you can do anything. It's a legitimately talented fucking dog. That dog caught a football. Like, that's the thing. Like, if you watch the movie and you're like, oh, that's a Hollywood magic, it's not. The dog real. is... Fucking look it up. The dog is literally making those free throws. The dog is real. Like, it's not CGI. It's no dragon shit. Yeah. Like, that dog is there playing. But, like, and and hey, Airbud has a higher IMDb and Rotten Tomato score than all of the Beverly Hills Chihuahuas bullshit. Well, there you go. Confirmed. Good movie. Good movie. Um, yeah. If you have a question, send us an ask at postgameofthrones.tumblr.com or email us at postgot at gmail.com. And that's the episode. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> did that, did that, like, put you in a bad mood at the end? That yeah. last question? Yeah, it did. We were so close. Yeah, we, we were having such a good time. I know. Yeah. Since I'm the producer, can I ask a question? Of course. I'm wondering, can you just delete questions that you are unhappy about? I mean, I could, but I have, like, dignity. Yeah, you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. When you cut out a man's tongue, you're only showing that you're scared of what he might say. You can only avoid the truth for so long. Sometimes you just got to face your fears head on. No, that's not how I live my life. I live my life in a bubble, and I pretend like everything's good. There's no war, murder. (laughs) It's weird. Kim Kim, Kim was the host. Every question would be like, weird, this question from Anonymous. Why is Kim so great? <laughs> Strange how that happened. Have we happened. not gotten questions like that? I feel like Kim is the only person on the show with like a positive approval rating still. Yeah, you're you're the you. If we were to be polled, you would have the only positive approval rating. Probably. Yeah, you think? I think so. That's nice. And like <laughs> Apollo. Yeah, but also they have to deal with us every week. You're just like you're like ephemeral. You're just like floating in the mm. ether. Yes, yeah. you're right. I am the god. Um, there is no God, as we learned in the show. Yeah. So, fuck off. Yeah. Okay, then I'm the crying tree. <laughs> okay. That's acceptable. Uh, yep. Post gear done. See you Sonic next week. Sonic the Hedgehog, bye. Sonic teens. Teens. Slosh, sloshy, keep the sloshy. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Sloshy style. Do it well. Goodbye. Hamilton. There you go. That was a good, that was a good Grammys. You saw those. Yeah, when, when fucking... Kendrick Lamar lost to Taylor Swift. Ooh, boy, was I rustled. Oh, color my Jimmy's rustled. <laughs>